The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Once again, not wasting any time for the the beginning of the episode, Wolfie Woof. And, oh, that's right, we ended the episode just in the middle of a field here, in the, in the middle of a snowy field. We were having a problem finding a particular place to uh, place our hidey hole for safekeeping, but that's all right. We've covered up the hidey hole, apparently, at the beginning of the last episode. Also, we uh, forgot to secure the hidey hole. Uh, I do that mostly just out of, I suppose, it's it's kind of a uh, comfort thing. Not comfort, but what's the word? Just good luck. Uh, but generally speaking, if I were to die in the next day, which uh, west is that way, if I were to die in the next day, I would spawn back at this bed, and if it was open, <laughs> and say if it was nighttime, uh, there was a very high likelihood that some sort of creeper or something could have pop down just as I respond and killed me and the bed again and, and cause a, a terrible disaster to befall us. There was one instance. Oh, look, I made like a space invader with the, the pattern of the, the torches and the hidey hole. I'm great. Uh, but uh, there was an occasion a while ago when we were doing some work. We left the hidey hole and uh, we turned around and saw a creeper ever so nonchalantly just waltz on into our hidey hole. <laughs> and uh, so from then on, we were like, hmm, perhaps I should st start putting doors on these things. Uh, and then doors obviously are a bit expensive, so two dirt blocks will do. Uh, I also use I use dirt. Specifically, I was using cobble at some point, and uh, I was scorned for doing so, because if I were to die and respawn, I wouldn't have any tools, and I wouldn't be able to break cobblestone. I would be able to, but through much through much punching of the fists would I be able to break cobblestone. So I use dirt, an object which is easily breakable with your hands. Uh, all these reasons that have compiled over the years. That's right, we've been doing this for years. We've been going to the Far Lands for years, and we've been going to the Far Lands for 497 episodes. Well, 486 episodes. We started on episode 11. But overall, this series is now on episode 497, and today is Saturday, August 22nd, 2015. Thank you very much for uh, following along and, and watching this series. I just realized that episode 500, episode 500, is going to be a week from now, if everything stays on schedule, that is. A week from now, which also is the the time I will be going to PAX Prime. <laughs> so hopefully I should. One of the reasons I'm not attending the entire PAX Prime is because I would like some time to uh, continue making videos for, for those of you who, who are watching on YouTube. Uh, and, and I'm hoping that I have time. That'd be pretty appropriate. To, to have episode 500 go up while I'm while I'm at PAX Prime, would that not be appropriate? Or it could be a disaster because things could go wrong. The release could get uh, scheduled weird, and, and I will not be in control of my faculties from from uh, traveling. But uh, we'll see. Hopefully that works out. 
All right, and uh, then we'll look forward to another 500 episodes, continuing to the Far Lands, and continuing, of course, raising money for charity. Child's Play charity, specifically in this case, at farlandsabus.com, up to... Oops, I didn't update the number. Un momento, por favores. Un momento. A few mementos, please. Mmm...mentos. The Freshmaker. And a back! And actually, I just messed up. Uh, I actually... I, I accidentally... I am the last one. I accidentally had 420. Uh, I just forgot to update the first number to 520. It's actually $520.64 has been raised for Child's Play Charity this season. The season that is only two weeks in. So that's uh, a lot of money over a short period of time, helping to get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. Thank you, everybody, who continues to contribute. Like I said, over at farlandsbus.com. It's our jingle. I just made it up right now. <laughs> so let it be so, and let it be ingrained in your memory for the remainder of your lives. How am I doing on... I'm running out of wood rather quickly. Does my inventory seem not so full? <laughs> like, how is, like, I have all these open spaces. I'm carrying everything. I got the diamond, I got the golden apple. I guess I'm just not carrying the uh, diamond sort of spawn pointiness. Uh, generally took up a slot. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I don't know. I just feel like... I'm not, did I forget something back at the monument? Too late! It's too late. To apologize. No, I'm sorry. No more singing. Stop with the singing. I demand a, ce a cease and desist has been issued for the singing on Far Lines of Bust. Uh, but yeah, all right. Cool, cool, cool beans. Cool beans indeed. So we're continuing on past these cows. Don't mind if I do. And ooh, and we are going to also continue. Uh, oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? I've got some for the first time this season. Oh, watch the edge of this cliff. Minecraft news. Woof. You know, we don't uh, particularly pay too much attention to the the snapshots. But, oh, careful, Wolfie. But we are currently... <laughs> he's barreling down towards us. We are currently in the midst of having releases of snapshots for the upcoming 1.9. The full release 1.9 update. Not to be confused with beta 1.7.3 that we're currently playing in, but the full release 1.9, which is being dubbed the Combat Update. The Combat Update, one of the many most requested changes, updates, improvements, aside from boats, uh, to the game of Minecraft has been the combat mechanics. It's always been just very random, spam-clicky, if you have... If you have taken part, not taken part, but if you've watched any of our Mindcrack UHC series, you know that a lot of time it is a, it's a laggy, confusing mess where it depends on if you're a block lower than the other player, you get better hits. If you're running versus chasing, uh, all the, the weird stuff that happens when combat happens in Minecraft is, is, it's a, it's a crapshoot. I mean, really, the only thing that makes a difference these days is the enchantments and the materials and the amount of life you have left. Um, really, there's not too much skill involved with the actual moment of combat itself. Well, that's all coming to change, 
And there have been snapshots, but the last few snapshots are the first ones to have included actual game changes to the combat. Things like needing to charge, charge your attack. Not really charge, but if you... I made mention last episode that, ooh, you can swing your, your sword really fast in this game. Uh, if you do that too much, you are you have kind of almost a... It seems like an endurance bar. If you swing and then let that endurance bar charge back up, and it goes really fast, it seems to go really fast, and this this sort of thing might change. There might be There might be enchantments or potions or beacon buffs that change the recharge time or whatever. Uh, there might even be ones, you know, say like a witch can hit you with a, a potion of uh, slowness. Your recharge will slow. I don't know, I'm just theorizing. Uh, but there's like a little recharge bar, so if you time your hits to that recharge bar, uh, then you're getting the most swing out of your step. The most step out of your swing, the most, the most, the most oomph behind your strike. Uh, the only thing I can uh, kind of relate it to is is the bow mechanics. The bow mechanics have already had that sort of thing built in, where if you shoot your bow too soon, if you prematurely shoot your bow, then it won't have as much damage behind it as if you allow the bow to fully pull back. Uh, kind of, kind of a similar thing, but now with uh, melee attacks, and, and also you know now they're also. They've introduced dual wielding, which I've, I've, we are playing on the snapshots on the Mindcrack server, and I have been on there, and I'm not comfortable with having something in my left hand. Uh, a lot of people say that the reason I tend to, in Far Lands of Bust, drift south most of the time is because my right hand is on the screen, and subconsciously I'm trying to, like, avoid this obstruction to my right periphery. Uh, that might be the case. I don't know. We've kind of negated that lately because now we're almost, I don't know, we might have surpassed the zero mark. I'm, I'm trying to consciously go to the north a little bit. So having something on the left, lower left-hand side of the screen was really weird. And I really it really confused me as to what then left-click and right-click meant, depending on what you had in the left hand. Uh, but I think that's mostly going to be need to be used by shields. They've introduced shields. You have a blocking mechanic, and you can no longer just block with your sword, which was a kind of a, a minor change to the combat back in the day, uh, was being able to block with your sword. Uh, but even that has sort of been nullified, uh, especially in, in PvP combat, when, like I said, it's just a, a clicky, confusing mess. So that's kind of interesting. That's been met with some... Uh, some... Hubbleaboo. Um, certain certain folk have have grown up with and gotten used to the the spam clicky mechanic, uh, and and now they now they require skill. What uh, I personally I appreciate the change, but it is it, it does start to feel a little bit like. You know, it's it's adding all of these elements that just they complicate the game. You know, like I'm as you know, I don't really like enchantments. I don't really like potions, experience stuff. Uh, I like the simple game that we're playing right now, and I'm simply going to go to sleep, and we'll continue in the morning. <laughs> and a simple game for a simple man. Me, I'm the simple man, Wolfie. Uh, but yeah, all that sort of stuff, adding complexity 
I'm it's it's uh, it it mm, yeah I don't know I I like my 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 game mechanics to be simple that's maybe why I I don't like at all like this whole recent surge of survival games mostly surrounding zombies or whatever like the survival games where you start out in a loincloth on the beach and you have to collect stone and trees and then from that you can craft a stone axe which i know is kind of inspired or taken or surrounding kind of the way minecraft works uh but there's like you know like the forest or seven days to die or whatever it's called they all seem to be surrounding zombies don't they um zombies and cannibals but uh the i'm I'm surprised i was a little bit scared that i wouldn't like that in eidolon but because eidolon has really just distilled that down to some just very simple mechanics okay you get hungry once in a while you got to eat okay you can pick up berries and just eat those straight or you can cook some food over a campfire but you don't have to like find uh, specific types of wood for your campfire. Careful, Wolfie! Careful, Wolfie! You're gonna drown under the boat! Jeez! You, you goob? Uh, okay, you, you've gotta eat every once in a while, you can't run when you're tired, you gotta sleep every night. Uh, it's really distilled it down to the bare minimum, and I'm actually... That's the reason, I think, why I've taken to Eidolon versus other survival survivalist games, and that, that one, of course, is not necessarily more about leveling up and starting to tame dinosaurs and building buildings. That one's more about exploration, which is already up, up my alley regardless. But just the, the further complication of the game has me a little bit worried, to be honest, because I just know that it is... This new combat mechanic is going to be intertwined with, say, the, the experience the enchantments, the potions, the parts of the game that I'm already kind of, uh, you know, shrug my shoulders at regardless. But how many, did I say like regardless three times in the last sentence there? But but yeah, anyway, that was some interesting stuff. Perhaps if, if Far Lines or Bust is your only exposure to Minecraft, uh, that might not be of any interest to you, but I've I've let you know about it. We have, we have this little Minecraft news a uh, little uh, segment that we often do, so I thought that was a good uh, good way to uh, bring that up. I'm not sure when that's ever going to be inter... Not ever, but, you know, it's been a while since we've had snapshots, and the snapshots in general I'm a little bit iffy about, to be honest with you. I personally like the good old days back in the Minecraft alphas and betas when you'd just get a surprise Friday update and, and you'd have to explore to find out, whoa, Sinky... To, to find out what what has been added to it. I mean, remember, good gravy, the, the nether update? Everybody went nuts. Nuts, I say. We didn't have snapshots leading up to it. Of course, there were a bunch of bugs that then would be fixed with later patches. But, uh, yeah, who, who knows what the best uh, method is. Uh, but that's the way they're using it now. So, neat stuff indeed. Neat stuff indeed. Uh, speaking of this version of Minecraft, we had a few questions... Uh, or at least this first question in, in the YouTube comments. Taking a quick stroll through the YouTube comments every once in a while. This one from Lars. Lars has asked, uh, he's a first-time watcher. Are these videos always this jerky? Now, hold on. Hold on. Please don't judge me so quickly. I mean, I know I come off as a little bit of a jerk sometimes. Not really in Farlands or Bust. Maybe if you're watching my 
dirt rally videos or spin tires videos, but I'm it's it's a part of me that I'm trying to fix, and I'm really dedicated to this joke, so I'm not gonna stop saying like this is what you meant. Ah, <laughs> uh, and out comes the jerk. Uh, no, the videos are jerky. Not it's not the video; it's the game. The way the way you're experiencing the video is the way I'm experiencing the game. It is the floating point precision error. We are so far from spawn, so far from the zero zero coordinate on the map that the game is rounding off that coordinate and less precise. I suppose is the easiest way to to show that would be with the uh, the bounding box. This little black pixel line is is how you determine which block you're facing and and interacting with. Uh, the the coordinate system thinks I'm actually over there, <laughs> when in fact the block is over here. Sort of. It's it's a little bit complicated. It has to do with... Hi! I know, we should get rolling. Uh, it has to do with floating point precision, which there are, uh, there are YouTube videos up there that explain, like, number file, I believe. Is it number file? One of the... one of those science channels has a video all about floating point. It's a well... It's a well-known and well-documented uh, phenomenon, I suppose you'd call it, with computer science. And uh, it does... It, it, this is like a very interesting visual representation of that sort of thing. Uh, so every time I walk, we get that jitteriness. Uh, if I walk on a diagonal, it is increased tenfold. Uh, it also happens... Uh, how do you drop items? You know, you can also see items don't really jitter the same because they're they're items, they're they're entities and not actual blocks related to the terrain. Uh, so that's why it jitters. Not not lag. It's not lag. It's not. I, I I can't upgrade my computer or downgrade the graphics to make it run smoother. This is you could have the fastest computer in the world. And this is how it would behave, to the best of my knowledge, so... It's alright, we're dealing with it. It is part of the experience. The reason I even started this journey was like, Hey, I found out that these Farlands exist, where the game starts to really, like, break itself asunder and, and sort to, like, devolve from the inside out. I want to go experience that. We are experiencing it indeed, but it's also why... Uh, I've decided to start the audio-only podcast edition because some, for a while actually, for for a couple seasons even, some people have proclaimed that it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit tough on on the old uh, optical, uh, the old optical eyes. They're called eyes, Kurt. <laughs> I was trying to make a very interesting and strange descriptive metaphor for eyeballs. The old optical devices, <laughs> and. Uh, so I decided, oh, careful, Wolfie, what was that all about? Oh, you jumped off the tree, I guess. So I've uh, decided to release the audio-only version because people tend to just open this up and leave it in another tab anyway, so... So yeah, that's that's why it's so jerky. Insult much, my friend? No. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks for that question, and uh, thanks for, for watching. Hopefully you're, you become more than just a first-time watcher. Had a question from Carrie about space. Uh, is there an upcoming NASA mission in which you are interested now that New Horizons has passed Pluto? Well, we're still waiting for all the data and pictures from Pluto, from New Horizons. Uh, but uh, is there another mission I'm interested in uh, after the New Horizons fly flyby of Pluto? 
Uh, what is next on Kurt's interest list is specifically what Carrie has asked. I am interested personally in the Juno spacecraft, which next July, I believe it's next July, is going to be arriving at uh, Jupiter. I watched that one launch live from Kennedy Space Center during my first NASA tweet-up, as it was called. Now they're called NASA Socials. Uh, I went to that NASA tweet-up. That was in 2011. Was it 2011? Yeah, it was July 2011. It was just after I'd quit my job. I'm going to quit my job and start traveling around the world with what limited funds I have left. Uh, So, yeah, I went on that and saw the launch. So I'm kind of personally invested in seeing that spacecraft arrive at Jupiter and start doing its science. Not so much a a mission that's going to have a lot of pretty images. It has one camera, uh, and it's actually more of an outreach camera that's going to be handed over to classrooms. We'll be able to control it and choose its targets. But really, the science that's happening from Juno is all data and about uh, Jupiter's uh, very impressive magnetic field and what it's comprised of underneath the clouds. It's a lot of a lot of radar and chemical. So not a lot of pretty pictures are going to come from Juno, but a lot of very interesting science, and we're going to learn a lot about Jupiter and Jupiter being what they assume is the first planet to have formed in our solar system. It'll tell us a lot about the early solar system and the elements and what's comprised in that and and neat stuff like that. So looking forward to Juno arriving at Jupiter will be pretty cool. As far as space flight is concerned, I am very interested in the SpaceX Falcon 9 Heavy, which is essentially three Falcon 9s strapped to each other. That is kind of an upcoming launch of a new spacecraft that I'm very much interested in. It keeps getting delayed. They said that it was going to be 2004 and then 2015, and now they're looking at 2016, so we're not exactly sure. Oh, what am I? I don't need to build anything. I just got to make a elevated hidey hole. What you doing, man? Um, so still very interested in that and, and to that. Speaking of NASA tweet-ups and socials, that is one that I'm kind of holding out for to try to sign up for if they even have one for like a test flight like that. Uh, I'm not as optimistic for the SLS, NASA's SLS launch. That's another one that is well delayed and behind schedule and budget and whatnot. So, but we'll see. we, We are interested in it all. And right now I'm interested in sleeping. So I will see you in the morning. And a woofness. And a whoa, and a woofness indeed. Watch that fall damage there, Kurt. We just gained our half a heart back by eating some wolfy treats. <laughs> All right, so now now we can get to some donor questions to our Child's Play charity fundraiser. From Rubot, the robot. I don't know if they're a robot or not, but from Rubot, have you ever tried or would you be interested in trying meditation? Meditation. I have not. I have heard of it and its benefits, but I have not ever tried. I might be interested, probably more so in a private 
environment. Not so much interested in going to like a meditation workshop or class or some sort of sort of like yoga slash meditative situation that I often see advertised. I'm not sure. It's since I do already kind of spend a lot of time alone in my own contemplative bubble, I'm not sure it would provide much benefit for myself. I suppose the best thing that I could come out of it is I could possibly use it to sleep better and more maybe consistently. Because right now, probably the the worst thing about my routine is is my inconsistent sleep schedule. Like I said before, I woke up at 7 a.m. one day out of the week. My alarm has still been going off at 7 a.m., but I have not, I've not been waking up at 7 a.m. So I gotta find a way to be more consistent and more more better with that. And perhaps I don't know, is, is meditation might be might be the path that might be the path to enlightenment for sleeping well and long and soundly. I had a fantastic dream that I was being surrounded in a room by a bunch of yellow and black tarantulas as they were slowly enclosing me in a web. It was great times. The sound, sound, very worthwhile sleep was had there last night. The worst. Wolfie? Wolfie? Oh gosh, where's Wolfie? Come on, Wolfie. There he is. All right. You blend in with the snow. So, yeah, well, well, maybe. I don't know. It's 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 not particularly high on my list. All right, Wolfie, I'm going to make sure he spawns so he doesn't... Hey, you, with the face, come over here. I don't want you gallivanting underneath the ice. All right, so let's avoid places where he can spawn. All right, here we go. Uh, so yeah, thank you. Perhaps in the comments below, give me your experience. Perhaps with meditation, <laughs> I guess. Is that something a lot of people, a lot of people do that these days? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anybody who meditates, or at least they don't share that they meditate. So, meh, <laughs> meh. Let's see here, we got a few questions here from Larson. Larson has asked, number one, you recently said Gravity Ghost was in your top ten games played on the channel. What are in your top three? Or what are your top three, excuse me? On the channel, do I have to count Minecraft? We can assume Minecraft. But uh, other than Minecraft, let's go with Kerbal Space Program, clearly. Driver San Francisco. Driver San Francisco, without a doubt. A surprise, like, great video game. Very under... I don't know if it was underrated. It got a lot of good ratings and reviews. It was just under... Received. Under... Under... Purchased. It didn't do too great at the box office, I guess you could say. And that might be one of the reasons why... Uh, Ubisoft decided... To instead of making another driver game, they decided to come up with Watchdogs, and I will forever be angry about that. So that stinks. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Driver San Francisco, it's a great game, great game. Uh, and the third one, the third 
one. Ah, what have we played? Kerbal Space Program, Driver San Francisco. Um, I'm trying to think of a game that like really stood out. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, I mean, obviously the top three would be Minecraft, Kerbal Space Program, Driver San Francisco. But if I can't say Minecraft, um. God, there was a lot of good games, though. I'm, like, thinking of, like, Lifeless Planet. What was good to play? Limbo was a good game. What's, what's like, a good game that I, like, played all the way through and was like, yes, this was a good game? I'm probably forgetting some, too, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I mean, right now, Rocket League is a really good game. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that third one would be. That that's uh, got me uh, a little bit uh, kerfuffled there. You've kerfuffled me, Larson. You've ker kerfuffled me thusly. I swear I had this figured out before I started recording, but now I'm thinking I didn't. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess that number three spot is still up for debate. I'll, I, I'd have to probably even look through my my history, my video history to see if, like, I forget something. I was like, oh yeah, that! I forgot about that. That was a good game. I, well, yeah, I mean, I I think Gravity Ghost was better than Lifeless Planet. So yeah, I don't think those two are in the top three. Nor Limbo, but they're, those probably are all in the top ten. If we're, we're just looking at games in in my history, my my YouTube history, obviously... I've played games in the past. I really liked the first Tomb Raider games on the original PlayStation, you know, but these aren't on my actual channel, so this is kind of a different ranking. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's, uh, that's a tough cookie to crumble right there. But let's continue with uh, number two question from Larson. What happens if you reach the Far Lands as far as Child's Play charity goes? It's a bit far out. Far out, man! But do you think you'd keep up with your philanthropic... Oh, I can't continue with them if I can't say it. Philanthropic endeavors. I do believe so. I've always said, or at least when I introduced the charity series, I never really was much... I, I really... I was no good. I was, I was that jerky that Lars mentioned before. When it came... I never really participated in, in fundraisers or charities or, or anything... Or anything volunteer-wise, anything community-oriented. Uh, I always felt that was a detriment to my personality, but I never did anything about it until I decided this is kind of the perfect platform to do so. So yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, we're talking years on years on years. It, it might be the case if I am lucky enough to be able to continue doing far lands or bust. It might be the case that Far Lands or Bust lasts longer than Child's Play Charity. It might always evolve to something else, Child's Play Charity, or... That was... Oh! Oh, well, that was mildly interesting. It's the 404 Challenge, everybody. Let's get started. That's the entire... Just kidding. That's This is the entire reason why I started this series, is to find this specific patch of gravel and start the brand new 404 Challenge. You, too, can do the same thing 
if you pick up this seed and walk west for four years. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would certainly like to. And, and even I've said before, but again, I'm not... Uh, I'm not of the... Uh, I currently don't... haven't taken the initiative to expand beyond Child's Play Charity for either Farlands or Bust or other series, or just simply in general. I know the, the Mindcrack folks are now... Uh, have been in the past supporting Extra Life Charity, which is a good charity. Uh, and speaking of charity, the third question from Larson... Have you heard of Desert Bus for Hope? I have indeed, and I've mentioned them many, many times, even as as one of my inspirations for starting it as a charity. I talked about, oh, there's like Desert Bus for Hope, uh, which is literally just a very boring video game going in one direction, well, and then turning around and coming back, uh, but then turning that into a marathon gaming charity, same thing with Mario Marathon, uh, even similarly the Zeldathon with our friend MC Gamer. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of those kind of marathons, and those were the two when I was kind of researching and that I had heard of before. I'm like, okay, yeah, Child's Play Charity that was supported by Desert Bus for Hope for from Mario Marathon, so that's kind of how I came to that decision. So yeah, I have indeed heard of Desert Bus for Hope, and uh, Larson goes on to say that that was actually a question from a YouTube comment. Ooh, I must have missed that one. By Andrew. So thanks, Andrew. Larson has taken upon himself to include your question with his donation. Everyone should be so lucky. But, yeah. Try, still trying to, I'm still kind of stuck. That kind of tripped me up on what the number three game we played on my channel would be. But perhaps, in addition to letting me know about your meditation experiences, in the comments you can suggest what could be the the third of the top three games that I've ever played on the Kurt J. Mack channel. Uh, you can do that in the comments, like I said. There's pro I'm, I'm, there's got to be like something I'm just forgetting that I played or something like that. Right, Wolfie? Yeah, I know. What could it have possibly been? But oh well, we will continue on without this knowledge, I'm afraid. And uh, you... Fair Farlander can continue on donating to Child's Play Charity at farlandsorbus.com and asking those hard-hitting questions <laughs> like those we got today that get me all confused and tripped up and distracted trying to think of the answers to with a comment box that's uh, with your donation. Just uh, also remind again that by default all of the donations are anonymous. I don't even get, like, your email or anything like that, which I think is good for security purposes and privacy and whatnot. But uh, did I just... I just placed this bed by the door. There we go. So if you do want me to, like Larson and Rubot have called out, if you do want me to uh, attribute your question with somebody, then leave in the comment field your username, your nickname, whatever you want to do, and I'll be sure to do that. Because, like I said, it, it's by default anonymous. Uh, most people either don't make an account with Child's Play Charity uh, and just straight up donate, which is fine. You don't need to make an account, so I never get to see anybody's username. Uh, but I do appreciate that, and I appreciate the continued donations and the continued questions and the continued support for Far Lands or Bust. We will see you next Tuesday. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time. <laughs> Ah. <sighs>
a simple game for a simple man.